Hi there, and welcome to the Kingdom Sexuality Podcast. We are Paris, Alana, and Rusty. Friends who have a heart for intimacy and long to uncover God's truth and design for sexual freedom within marriage. Welcome here. All right, welcome back to Kingdom Sexuality. We are very excited. We are delving into all things premarital, going over those fresh first years. So we're really excited to bring some really epic content to you guys. In the past, Alana and I have gone over this a little bit, uh, but I will just be very honest. Rusty's brought a whole new dynamic here that we need to revisit. (laughs) So we are going very in-depth this time, and this is essentially one of our entryway episodes on this, and we're just really, really excited to be here and share this with you guys. We actually have a surprising amount of engaged couples as followers. We do. So we want to be able to deliver some epic resources for you guys. We're going to talk purity culture a little bit. We just we just seemingly can't not mention that anymore mm-hmm. in our episodes because a lot of the a lot of the resources out there, you guys, are just permeated with a lot of toxic purity culture lies that are damaging to sexuality, to marriage, and so that's why we want to bring these episodes to you guys. That's right. So just like we mentioned in our episode about dating, being engaged, the first beginning years of your marriage are truly very, very precious years. Everything is fresh and shiny and new and you've got the puppy love and the hard eyes and that's like how we envision our newlywed years. Yes. But we also need to remember while yes, these years are filled with so much glowing hope and love, they can also be filled with very silent struggles and a lot of very damaging disappointments and we want to bring light to that and we want to speak into that today right so that's where we're going to go into purity culture so i think the biggest (laughs) overarching purity culture lie we can confidently talk to you guys about today is it's like all the breaks everything no everything bad Mm. everything on the table you get married and it's like boom open the doors wide and you're supposed to just be yes 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 it doesn't work like that does it rest no it does not and even <laughs> you know i've said this before too not having such so much of that purity culture background like you would think that it was different for me but even though i didn't have that pounded into my head i was still a churchgoer i was still a christ lover and I wasn't, I didn't have that type of upbringing, but I still absolutely had it. I mean, it was just understood that sex is bad, sex is shameful, sex is sinful. And so even somebody who wasn't, you know, taught all these other big foundational things regarding or having to do with purity culture, I still had Mm -hmm. so much for myself to unpack with that and just thinking, ooh, no, this is gross. (laughs) And it was such it was such a struggle to shift that because even then it's just like, okay, well now it's okay. But there was still so much Mm -hmm. of me inwardly that was like, wait, but this Mm -hmm. is wrong. This is bad. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so much of that, like allowing myself to thinking, Oh, I should be really in the mood for this, or I should really be amped Mm -hmm. up for this. I should initiate, I should be doing X, Y, Z. And everything Mm -hmm. within me was like, Ooh, no, but that's bad. Mm -hmm. So yeah, huge, Mm -hmm huge struggles to overcome. It was not as easy as I thought it was going to be. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) Oh goodness. It was, it was, we were on the struggle bus for sure. For sure. It was not, it was not the hard eyes (laughs) all the time. (laughs) 
Yeah, it was a lot of those silent battles, right? That you feel like you're the only one there. Oh yeah. And you're sitting back wondering what's wrong with you. We sense we essentially like almost I don't know. We we take ourselves into this very unhealthy spot in our minds and we make ourselves this sickly thing and we think we're broken. Right. And everybody else is doing it and everybody else is fine. Right. Yes. And that is, I think, one of the ultimate easy lies for the enemy to really permeate our marriages with right off the hop. Mm-hmm. And I know Neil and I personally fell for that. And oh my gosh, like I remember just almost convincing myself to the point that it became an identity of mine uh-huh. that I was broken mm-hmm. and I didn't know if I was ever going to come out of this. Like, I was like, I can't just. Why is it so hard to be aroused? Yeah. Why is it so hard to initiate? Why is it so hard to just fully be in the presence of my husband and thoroughly enjoy our sexuality together and our right. intimacy together? Why is this hard? Yeah. Nobody, nobody told me it was going to be hard. Nobody. There was. And I'm like, we're doing a disservice yeah. to so many people for not talking about this because if I felt that way and you felt that way and Alana felt that right. way, <laughs> it's like, Everybody probably feels that way at some point or another in their marriage that, oh my gosh, I'm the only one. Why doesn't anybody talk about these hard things, right? Right. In the marriage bed. Right. There were no resources. It was only the don't do it, don't do it. That was the teaching we got and that was it. There was no, okay, now, hey, whenever the time comes and you are married and it's time to explore this and figure out who Mm. you are as a sexually charged creation that God put that in you. You're going to like, here are some steps to navigate it. And that was never a discussion, never, Mm -hmm. never being told, never being shared. It was only the don't do it before marriage discussion. That was all that was said. And then it's just like, you are, it's so alienating and isolating whenever you're sitting there and you're like, okay, but now it's supposed to be good. Why, why is everything in me telling me that I'm a dirty person if I'm doing this? And so it feels like you're pushed against this tide that is impossible to get through, uh, right? It's like all of those voices, Mm -hmm. all that worldview, that purity culture, you know, even the unfortunate stories that people will feel free to give their opinion on and warn us about going into marriage, Mm -hmm. like even those things will embed in our hearts if we're not careful. Oh gosh. And that becomes like this tidal wave that we're supposed to just like, okay, yeah, I can, I can deal with this. And, and it's crushing. Yeah. It really is crushing because you feel so isolated. Exactly what you said. Yeah. Yeah. And the narrative of the world that you get even thereafter, whenever you're a few years into marriage mm-hmm. is, yeah. is always inevitably that, oh, he wants some tonight. I don't. It's, like, why yes. do, why does our, why do our husbands always want sex? Like, just get off my back and leave me alone. That's the narrative that is then is. pushed as normal. And I remember mm-hmm. going through a season where I was struggling. I had such, we had had babies back to back to back. There was so many things going on in our world. We were just super busy. I was overwhelmed as a new mom. I had just gotten, um, a hormonal birth control. I just gotten, uh, an implant in my arm called Implanon. And oh my word, did that ever like completely crash my drive? I had no, I had no idea that that's what was going on. But I remember sitting and thinking, I do not care if my husband ever touches me again, 
ever. Mm. I have no desire for him to ever want anything from me in an intimate aspect at all. And I remember thinking, what is wrong with me? But in media, because you (laughs) know, you innately know that that's not right. Right. Because God put, put that in us, right? He did. Just like you did are sexually charged creatures. Yeah. We are made in that image. And so, yeah, while we might feel that way, it's often bred out of tremendous amount of hurt, yeah. right? When we get to that point. Oh yeah. It's not what you want. Right. But the media was telling me, oh honey, no, nobody wants yes. it from their honey, from their husbands. And so I was like, oh no, this is totally normal then. Right. And so it took a lot of work for me to be like, no, this is not mm. normal. I'm getting this thing yeah. out of my arm. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. I'm starting to feel like a new person again. I want my husband again. I am enjoying intimacy with him again, but oh my goodness, if I had not like what you said, it's like we're pushing against a current and it's like, we're being sucked out yeah. to sea with all of this all of these things. And somebody just tosses us mm-hmm. a life preserver. It's like a tiny little buoy. And they're like, find your way back to shore, honey. And you're like, no, yeah. <laughs> it's so much work. How do I get back there? But man, you work yeah. to get back there and you work to break through all of those false teachings and false directives. Mm-hmm. And you get to a point where you're mm-hmm. like, no, I'm fighting for my marriage bed. I'm fighting to make yes. this something that we both take pleasure in and enjoy. But Oh yeah. So much. (laughs) There's so much that's just not spoken about and so grateful for this platform that we get to tell everybody out there. Who's like, why is this a struggle? And we can be like, you are not alone. I know it feels like you're alone, but you are Mm -hmm. not. And there is so much grace and there is the other side that you can get to where you see improvement and you see freedom. Absolutely. And I think on that note, another thing I think a lot of us get very caught up in, and I fell prey to this quite severely, actually, is I I viewed sexual freedom as this destination to achieve. Mm. And it's not this destination race. It's an ever-growing journey. Absolutely. And I would get so pinpoint viewed on stuff. You know, I'd be mm. like, oh, yeah, once I get over this, then I'll be fine. Right. We get to that point. I'm like, <laughs> Oh, it's not as good as I thought. Okay, so when I get over this, then it'll be good. Then everything will be great. It's never going to be like that. No. <laughs> it's about learning to totally ride those waves yeah. and embrace each season as it comes and find the beautiful intimacy that God has for you and your husband in that season. Yes. And and then it grows and it continues to grow. And I think that's, that's a crucial point to get across. Like that... Um, would definitely be a piece of advice I would have given my newlywed self is this is not a destination race. Mm. This is an ever growing and cultivating journey that you're on. You know, it can't get so, so honed in on one aspect because then it's just constant disappointment after disappointment. You know, you're setting yourself up for failure essentially or putting so much pressure on yourself that things are not even enjoyable. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's a journey. Sex is a journey. (laughs) So much. (laughs) Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. So actually, Rusty, what is one thing you would go back and tell your newlywed self? (sighs) Okay. So this was a huge issue for me because I was always like the happy, bubbly person. I still am. I am just optimistic by nature, but for so long, the way that I would cope 
would be that I would sweep it under the rug and I would compartmentalize it. I would mm. toss it back in the back of my head. I'd shut that door tight and I'd be like, no, it's fine. Everything's fine. Mm. <laughs> and I thought, mm. well, I'm still happy. I can tuck that away. So it's going to be fine. But then years into this journey, it was like, God was like, uh, no, we have to unpack that. Oh, remember this? We still got to unpack that because that's led to this, this, and this in a way that you have adjusted yes. your lifestyle and you've been hiding from, like, for instance, um, I was afraid to be open with my husband because I was afraid that if I ever told him, Hey, um, you know, like maybe this is, this doesn't bring me as much enjoyment as I've made you believe that it does because I was afraid I would hurt him. And I was afraid that it would push him away and make him feel rejected. And thus I would get rejected in return. He would be like, okay, no, then, you know, what you said hurt me. And my husband isn't even like that. But in my mind, that was something that was just a thought that I pushed out there, pushed on him. And so I would bury things and push on past. But then whenever it came time where we were taking those steps, in the journey and we'd get to another place and God would be like, okay, now that thing from whenever you guys were first newlywed, that was 15 years ago. You're going to have to bring that up to him and tell him, Oh, Hey, guess what, babe? <laughs> um, yes. that was an issue for me. That was an issue. And I still actually have some unforgiveness in my heart towards you for this. And mm -hmm. like, that was like, mm -hmm. it was horrible for me, but because mm -hmm. I was like, mm -hmm. I'm so sorry. I didn't even realize I was holding on to that, yeah. but God's revealed it to me. Yeah. But then since we worked through it, it was like, oh my gosh, I feel like I can trust you so much more. I feel like you understand me so much more yes. and the connection. So it yeah. would be, don't bury things thinking that that is how you are going to get past a hurdle. Um, that doesn't make you stronger to be able to compartmentalize something. I would tell Rusty, you just have to address these issues whenever they come up. Just sit down, have the conversation, have it from yeah. a place of love, but do the work. Don't back down from the work, even if it's intimidating. I would shake my shoulders and tell me that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, goodness. Same. I think so many of us will just much rather avoid the confrontation with ourselves, mm -hmm. you know, and just dismiss, okay, but just get over it. Just get over it. You know, how many right. times do we tell ourselves that mm -hmm. when really that's Holy Spirit being like, hello, <laughs> you need to do with this. Trust me, just jump all in. It's going to be better on the other side. It's just always that ugly confrontation with ourselves that we need to get honest with that we don't like, right? Right. Oh yeah. yeah that's a huge problem. That's a huge part of healing in general. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Very much so. And so regarding, you know, having those opportunities where you want to like shake yourself by the shoulders and be like, Hey, wake up. This is reality. I'm going to share this funny little story. And that I think is all too relatable for many of our community. I know that we've chatted uh, with you, Paris and Alana, and we all have kind of had these expectations where we came into these mm -hmm. first few years and we were like, Oh, we're going to have sex all the time. We're going to always yeah. be trying something new. It's going to be wild and free and fun. And I'm not going to have mm -hmm. any inhibitions <laughs> and it's going to be lovely. It's going to be like orgasm after orgasm. And then you come into your honeymoon. And I remember 
so clearly. I remember thinking, oh, okay, it's finally okay for us to have sex. I'm going to want it all the time. And I remember arriving at our honeymoon and my husband was like, all right, I've got a goal. We're going to do it three times today. <laughs> and I was just like, okay, let's try it. Do you just, <laughs> do you just sit back and laugh at yourselves now looking at these things? Like it's such, I don't know. Like I see my kids making these like huge, like, th like they will come out with these like grandiose ideas. And I just see that. Yeah. And I'm like, we were so naive. <laughs> yes. But it that was like, literally <laughs> but it was uh -huh. like, we were just, we were in like fairy tale mentality where we were yes. like, the door is wide open. Let's do everything that we ever thought we wanted to do. And so my husband's yeah. like, we're going to do it three times today. And I was like, sure, let's do that. And I remember like, we started out the day. So we had like morning sex and it was fine. And then we went out, we like traveled around. We did some stuff out and about because we were in Florida, came back for lunch at our hotel and we had afternoon sex and I remember afternoon sex it was like okay he's already had it like a couple hours prior so he lasted a lot longer and by the mm -hmm. end of it I was thinking holy moly I am so sore yeah I can't like, imagine I can't, I can't for 72 hours for you bye oh my gosh and I did not even think that that was gonna be a thing but I right. was like well you wouldn't know right, right. it's just like I we don't have that experience. No, it was like tender and raw feeling. And I remember thinking like, yeah. holy moly, if this isn't over soon, I'm going to have to be like, babe, I'm, I'm waving the white flag. We got to stop. Yeah. And so yeah. we did it the second time. Thank God it didn't last much longer after I was like, okay, this is really going to kill me. I can't do this. And then I remember after that, I remember thinking, oh my gosh, he's going to want to do it again. And I don't think I can do it again. And I remember walking around because like I said, we were in Florida. And so we went to like downtown Disney area and we were walking all day. And I remember thinking, oh my gosh, I feel like, <laughs> I feel like I'm walking bow-legged. Like everything is uncomfortable. My hips hurt. I am not like, I feel like it's like an Olympic sport. I, my body was not physically yeah. conditioned to have yes. so much sex yet. And it was telling yes. me like, okay, hey, like That's we're, it. we're at our point now. Like we're telling you maybe give yeah. us some time to recuperate here. Yeah. And I remember whenever my husband was like <laughs> in the evening time and I was like, oh gosh, he's going to ask me again. He's going to ask me again. Oh my gosh. He's going to ask me again. And I remember he was like, I'm really tired. I don't think I can do it a third time. And he like, he physically couldn't, he couldn't even. And uh, I was yeah. like, thank you, thank Jesus. You. <laughs> yes. Hey, but I love that you told this story, by the way, because this is very relatable. And I'm going, I'm like taking points as you're telling this story. And, you know, all the things that we would like to say to people now, it's like one of the things, because Neil and I were so similar, in, <laughs> just like you guys, one way over. Um, it's like, okay, but we didn't even feel, I didn't even feel like I could confront Neil and be like, okay, I'm sore as heck. Yeah. I'm done. Like, yeah. I can't do this. Oh gosh. I didn't even have that kind of innate knowledge to understand that my body wasn't conditioned, just like you said. Mm -hmm. Like, this is new on so many levels. Yeah. We often forget about even this, the physical aspect of our bodies needing to normalize to this, yeah. right? Oh yeah. And us being able to have the freedom to openly communicate exactly how we feel. For some reason, uh, <clears throat> I won't say it's purity culture. Uh, 
culture really did us in on this one that the woman is not allowed to raise her voice <sighs> and ever speak on exactly how she's feeling, how how sexually she's doing, you know, all these things. And I really struggle with that one big time. I feel yeah. like that will be another talk for another episode because it's a big one. Yeah. Um, because there's a lot of confusion around that too as far as how a woman um, can speak about her own sexuality, mm -hmm. should be able to, needs to be able to, yes. and how the equality work is there within the unit of marriage. Right. Um, but my goodness, that was a hard one too. Mm. That was a hard one too. And the amount of anxiety you probably carried with you that whole day, Rusty. <laughs> Thinking like he's going to want to do it again. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Like, yeah. I was. Yeah. I was nervous the whole rest of the day because I, like, as I was sitting there thinking, oh my gosh, this isn't over yet. And it's really starting to hurt because we didn't know anything about lube. We were like, we're young, we're healthy. We don't yeah. need lube. And it was like, by about that time, it was like, things were drying out. And I was like, oh my mm -hmm. gosh, this hurts. This is really bad. And I, and just thinking he's going to want to do this again. And I <laughs> might cry. <laughs> I was so nervous. I was so nervous, but I didn't want, I was like, I don't want to ruin his honeymoon for him. Like he's got these big goals, but it was just okay, like, but how often do we think that too? Right. You know, instead of being able to honor ourselves equally, yeah. if, it's, if, if you were to do that, you know, say that you did do it a third time, you probably know exactly how you would have ended up at the end of that night. Yeah. You may not have ruined it for him, but what about you? Right. You know, yeah. like it feels selfish to us to be like, okay this is going to hurt me, but it's going to hurt him more emotionally. So I'm just going to do it, but you're right. hurting yourself too. And it is going to be an emotional scar. And lots of times us as women will subconsciously hold bitterness to that moment Yeah, that we have to later dig up. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That oh. would have been one of those things to unearth that was like, that hurt me and you didn't yes. care. And he's like, I, and he yes. would have been completely oblivious to it. And like, why didn't you tell me? Exactly. Because exactly. I know I didn't, I didn't even speak up about how, uncomfortable I was until later that night, whenever yes. he was like, all right, let's try again. And thank God he was, his body was so worn out as well that he couldn't even like his, <laughs> his body was like, no sailor, we're done. Like yeah. we cannot. And whenever he was like, nope, I guess we can't. I was like, Josh, I am so grateful. You don't understand because I am so sore. And he was like, why didn't you tell me? He's like, I wouldn't yes. have even have asked and yeah. I was like, I don't know. I just, you said you wanted to try it three times. And I told you, yeah, sure. I had no idea that I was going to feel this way. And he was yeah. like, I would never ask you to do something that was going to cause you pain. He was like, you know how awful I would feel to know that I was yeah. hurting you. Mm -hmm. And, but yeah, everything within me was like, just suck it up. You're fine. People have been doing this for years, Rusty. You're like, this is not a new struggle. And so I thought I would be strong if I could just deal with yeah. it, but that is not the case. And that is exactly yeah. what you said. It would have just been a total breeding gap, breeding ground for resentment and bitterness yes. towards my husband. Yeah. The amount of dishonor that we actually continually put ourselves through as wives, like dishonoring our own bodies by not honoring how we feel intuitively, physically, emotionally, mentally, is actually such a pandemic. Oh gosh. <laughs> like it honestly is, mm -hmm. you know, and it's something that we need to talk on more too. It's, it's a very real thing because yeah. like you said, our husbands would be crushed, like yeah. crushed to know oh, these yeah. things. 
Yeah. And I look back on my early years, I'm like, I did that to myself all the time. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. in the name of being dignified and respecting my husband. <laughs> right? Yeah. Being the good Christian woman that you're supposed yes. to be. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Okay. So and, go ahead. <laughs> I was just going to say it, it really does take the joy out of things. So, you know, here oh. we are nine years, almost 10 years later. And we're like, do you know how much pain we could have probably saved ourselves if we had just been really honest with ourselves in the very beginning? Yes. Yes. <laughs> if we just said, Hey, you know what? This isn't as great as I thought it was going to be, or this is really yeah. tough. Actually. I have no idea what I'm doing and I'm yeah. disappointed because I feel like, like, why can't, why is it that we physically would like, I would have rather had my arm cut off than to look at my husband and say, I'm disappointed with our sex life. Yes. Because you're not I, wrong. Like, why are we right? <laughs> I know. Like, I would be like, I would never say that to my yeah. husband. But I'm just like, now I would look at him and I'd be like, you know what, babe? Things aren't as great as I'd like them to be right now. What can we do to fix it? Yeah. And it's just like, exactly. So if we were to say, like, if you were just to bust out just a few really quick points for anybody who is in those fresh first years, mm -hmm. like maybe what shouldn't surprise you or what's mm -hmm. completely okay. Like what mm -hmm. are just some quick things you would, some quick advice and tips that you would give them Paris about, okay. Hey, this might happen your first few years and it's okay. Yeah. Uh, UTIs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you guys, uh, husband and wife, listen up. Always make sure the woman pees after sex every single time. Just you yep. will thank me later. That's a big mm -hmm. one is very humbling to go to the doctor's office after you've been married for only a matter of several days being like, I don't know. I'm like, have this burning sensation, yada, yada, yada. Mm -hmm. They're like, Oh yeah, you're newly married. You've got a UTI. And then you're like, <laughs> right. I'm never going to the doctors again. <laughs> oh, but gosh. that's very common. Right. Um, I think I'm, that's something yeah. to be very aware of. Like, yeah, just always go pee after you have sex. Mm -hmm. Um, like Rusty and I just were talking about, but this is just so important. I wanted to capitalize on it again. You need to be in very honest, open communication with each other, both yeah. about how you're feeling about your interactions together, but also about how you're feeling yourself. Yeah. You are doing your marriage and yourself and your spouse a dishonor when you are not doing those things and it yeah. hurts later. So just pull up your big girl panties and just say the things you need to be yeah. super honest. Can we like, like make an agreement between you and your fiance, whenever you guys mm -hmm. are heading into that, you know, newly married time and just, oh my goodness. I wish, I wish so bad. I could have had this conversation with myself, but commit yes. to make the arena of intimacy an area where you will both say, I will not be offended if you come to yeah. me and express mm -hmm. dissatisfaction mm -hmm. or that you're struggling with something yeah. like commit to be unoffendable yeah. regarding your marriage Absolutely. bed in the beginning, like, especially in the beginning years, whenever you're both just adjusting to this huge learning curve, you are learning mm -hmm. your body. You are also learning your spouse's body. And there's so much going on. Like don't back away from having those hard conversations because you're thinking I'm going to hurt them if I say this. And so if you can kind of clear the air before you even get started and say, listen, we're going to yeah. commit to be unoffendable regarding our marriage bed. And it's always going to be an open communication policy mm -hmm. that we have. What 
an amazing leg to start out on. Absolutely. To be free to make mistakes is fine. But a lot of times we put so much pressure on ourselves to perform or we just expect our bodies to know what to do, our minds to know what to do. We're just supposed to have everything interconnected right off the hop. It doesn't work like that. It does not work like that typically, I should say. Um, it's a learning journey. Take time to very intimately learn each other and yourselves. Understand how your anatomy works. A lot of people are actually quite unaware of that. It is nothing to be ashamed of. God made that amazing body of yours and he made it with incredible sexual focal points. Okay. There's a reason for it. Be proud of it. Love it and enjoy that. It's important to explore that together um, because being in the dark about things, not understanding how your body works, how arousal works, what arousal points are on the female and male body, that's going to be, um, it's going to slow you guys down and it will affect things negatively if you're not going in knowledgeable about your bodies. So that's something I would definitely recommend all couples to be aware of and educate themselves on. Yes, and that just takes me exactly into this, which I think is a great closing point. And that is that we are working on this incredible ebook for you guys and it is all the questions that yes. you are desperate to ask that you so badly need the information to but you might be too afraid to ask somebody all the things that you want to know mm -hmm. and it's just laid out clear for you like here this is what you know you can expect with the in the area of anatomy like maybe you've never seen a penis before and you don't want to be like oh gosh is that what it looks like and so you can have, yeah, you're like wondering <laughs> things like, what is the length? What is right. the girth? It like, what, just tell me all the things. I was that, I was that yes. woman. I was like, <laughs> Yes. And so we cover everything, everything that we could think of. We have put it into this book. We are finalizing mm -hmm. it and going to have it out to you guys as quickly as we can, but it is on the horizon, super close. So be mm -hmm. on the lookout for that. And whether you are engaged or freshly married and you still just want to give yourself that information, we have made it to where you can read through it and get the information without feeling like you're crossing any boundaries or lines that you might be uncomfortable with. It is there for you. So you guys, we are going to wrap it up with that and we're going to say, enjoy mm -hmm. these fresh first years, allow yourself lots yes. and lots of grace, but no expectations. <laughs> Just go in and enjoy getting to know your spouse. It's a blessing. And we just pray incredible amounts of blessings over your marriages. We thank you guys. We love you guys. And we will see you in the next episode. Hey friends, thank you so much for hanging with us today as we dive deeper into meaningful, godly intimacy, tackle the hard questions and embrace truth while we're at it. We're also on Instagram. You can find our handle in the show notes alongside any resource links we mentioned in the show. As always, our hearts are to cultivate deep community and freedom with you guys. We are so honored to walk this journey alongside you. We'll see you in the next episode.